You're listening to Subconscious Mind Mastery, podcast number 166. Thomas and Majana back with you, and we're going to tackle a listener question today that I think is something that a lot of you are going to connect with in one way or another with what this guy's going through. We received an email, and man, this guy's been going through some tough times. We're feeling for you, friend. He has been going through a divorce since May, and the depression that goes along with that. He's visualizing a job change and moving to another town, or at least moving to a town closer to his family. And he wants all of these changes in career and location, and he's in his 50s and finding this more difficult than he thought it would be. He's been a practicing Buddhist for 20 years, and with that, focusing on his mind and what he believes and karma. In his present career, he studied neuroscience, and he said to us, I should be able to buy into these concepts that I'm being presented 100%, but I just can't, and not sure why. Some of it is the thought that things like this don't happen to me. Some of it is my academic background in science that says all of this is just new age, and that doesn't hold weight in science. And part of it, I guess, is just me being afraid to believe fully. I'm afraid that if I don't believe 100%, then I'm just wasting my time with this. Okay, let's pick a couple of things apart because some things fly off the page and some things don't. What flies off the page? (laughs) The last two sentences and a couple of words in the last couple of sentences. This is why, you know, I've advocated this almost since day one. If you are going through a struggle, write. Get a journal. Do it in your computer. However you do it, write. Because you will start to see these patterns. Go back and analyze what you wrote. Just free flow it. Don't do it. Don't do it right or wrong. Because as soon as you bring the ego into it like that, you kill the whole process. But just let it free flow. And then go back and pick apart what you wrote. And you'll start to see patterns. Did you see what you saw, what you read on the last two sentences? Right. Yeah. Lots of fear. Exactly. I guess it's just me being afraid to believe fully. I'm afraid that if I don't believe 100%, then I'm just wasting my time with this. Yep. Okay. So right there, we have a fear paradigm going that has to be addressed. Okay. So let's let's set that aside because that's a, a work in and of itself, working on that fear paradigm. There is subconscious reprogramming. Absolutely. You know, I can see so much of my own story in this guy's story, mid-50s, divorce, uh, job changes, uh, fear, like trying to figure it all out, right? I totally connect with this story. Not a good place for anyone to be at any time. Yeah, but so many of us are there and have to deal through this. And this is where, I mean, that's what this podcast is about, is just rolling up your sleeves and getting through this kind of thing. But I have a different, little bit of a different perspective on this because here is something that doesn't jump off the page. This just comes from a lot of work that I've done and and this we're recording this on Thanksgiving Day, and I would say thank I am so thankful for Fred Dodson coming into my life because he was really the catalyst for me to grow in unprecedented ways. But let me share with you what jumps off the page for me. And you know, first of all, like I was saying, I, I just totally connect to this kind of story. So you've heard mine, and what really got me to buy into this fully was when things started 
so I shifted my way of thinking, first of all, right? Went back to the whiteboard and just like kind of erased everything. And then it was like, okay, let's just do a do-over, right? I'm almost 50 years old. Why not, you know, change everything for the second <laughs> half of my life? So let's just wipe everything clean. I've got a desk that I absolutely love. It's a stand-up desk and it has a surface that you can write on with markers. So I write on it all the time. And I have a paper towel and I erase things all the time. I just erased it and it went back to white. And after a little bit of time, maybe six months, something like that, things started to flow. They started to flow in. I was reading the science of getting rich. And by the way, if you were looking for a holiday, <laughs> you knew I wouldn't let this go. The look in your eyes right there. That, oh, my. <laughs> you knew I wouldn't let this go. What am I going to suggest you do? Go to... Go to the original science of getting rich.com and order many of these. They're perfect stocking stuffers. You know, holidays are upon us. Okay, so look, I was going through that book. I was going through that information, and all of a sudden, I got about what I think we figured it out. It was about three or four hundred percent more money just flowed into my life on this deal than what I invested into the program. I mean, it was just huge, it was crazy. And I was like, wow. Turned around and did it again with my Jeep. Turned around it again, did it with selling the RV. Turned around, did it again with buy, with getting the apartment. Turned around and did it again with the relationship with the kids. I was like, whoa. Paradigm shifts. They did not teach us this in Sunday school, boys and girls. <laughs> so it was when things started flowing in like that, that got my attention. All right. All I was doing was connecting with how the universe works. I think I own the URL still, howtheuniverseworks.com. And I need to do something with that because this is how the universe works. And I was just tapping into the flow that's always there. So one of the things that you can do right off the bat is just forgive yourself. If you have screwed it up big time, dust your socks off, dust your feet off, and just step into some new sandals and start a different walk and don't look back because that flow of how the universe works, it's kind of like when you plug a light into the wall, do you have, does the light have to forgive itself for blowing its bulb? Does it have to forgive itself for the switch not working last time? Does it have to, you get the point, right? No, plug the thing in and turn it back on. Get on with the rest of your life. You don't have to regurgitate the past. That's one of the things I think is just, is is the faster I could have stepped out of the past, the quicker it, things would have happened. So what I was connecting with was the reverse of the fear-based upbringing where things flowed out of my life <laughs> with equal velocity. So for this person asking this question, this is one of the things that I think triggered for me initially to believe that this is a different way of doing things Apart from all the new age stuff, blah, blah, blah. Apart from all the Abraham Hicks, all of that stuff, right? To just see the results of this happening in my life when I tapped into it became enormous. And then when I started playing with it and it happened deliberately, that's when a big shift happened. But here's the kicker. Then I met Fred Dodson. And then I went to Colorado. And in Colorado, I narrated the bulk of the 22 audiobooks now that have been released. And one of those was 
Journeys of Spectral Consciousness. It was Levels of Energy, book two. A lot of people ask me, how would you start with Fred Dodson? I have two answers. One is, if you are interested in manifesting, then you would get Reality Creation Technique, Parallel Universes of Self, and Reality Creation and Manifestation. That's what you're interested in. But I've really learned that manifesting, this whole manifesting, levels of uh, law of attraction, blah, 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 all that stuff, appeals to our ego. Right. Because we want something. And I think, you know, people go to that because of ego and the foundation. If you just jump to manifesting, you're missing the foundation. So it's probably not going to hold. You might be able to manifest a few things, but you're not coming from the roots. So here's how you get to the roots or put it in a different way. Here's how you jump up into a helicopter and look down on life and everything gets really, really small down here. Here is that perspective. It's levels of energy. And then the one I mentioned that I levels of energy book two, which is journeys of spectral consciousness. What that does is it takes the scale of energy and extends it to the non-physical world after our transition. What is out there? There are levels that are higher than 1,000 and levels that are lower than zero. Of course, the levels of energy scale is on a zero to 1,000 basis. So it's just saying there that's in our physical realm. That's anything that we could possibly connect to is on this scale. Scale, the numbers don't matter. Just say it's this slice, right? Pick a slice. And then in an infinite reality, infinite world and reality, there are levels way higher than a thousand, way lower than zero. In the Bible, they call that heaven and hell. But that was the second formulation of this. And then reading the book, Lives of the Soul, really put this whole thing in perspective. Because that book talks about what happens in between our incarnations. Now, there's a pill to swallow that some are still, you know, still have to work through. But let's just say that we are, as Pierre Teilhard de Chardin said, we are not human beings having a spiritual experience. Flip it around. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. And Lives of the Soul talks about that spiritual being creating its human experience. It's a fascinating concept. All right. And let's address the scientific perspective on that for just a second, because the scientist would say, yeah, but you can't prove it. Nobody knows what happens after death. Yes, that's absolutely correct. This comes from literally thousands, thousands of clinical studies of people under hypnotherapy who were connecting to lives beyond this one. And it comes from a number of afterlife stories. And it comes from a soul's meditation who is very connected to things beyond that initial scale. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. And what you learn from lives of the soul is that this is an experience that we created as an infinite soul so that we could grow. So now you start to look from that helicopter perspective that so much of this, in this case, the divorce, the job situation, the geographical changes, the uncertainty, the depression that's going on with it, all of that is part of the soul journey that we designed before we came here. I know that's often a lot to absorb, 
But that book tells you in very short time, in just a couple of hours, that all of this is put together and orchestrated so that our soul grows. Now, let me say this. Do we have to go through divorce? Do we have to go through death? Do we have to go through physical changes? Do we have to go through all this in order to grow? Sometimes. The answer would be maybe. And here's, as I've put the astrology on top of this, I've started to really get a sense that it becomes more about what does it take for us to release resistance is the bottom line. What does it take for us to comply with this plan? Go back to Fred's stream of life. We did that a couple of podcasts ago. Life is a river. If we are kicking and paddling and fighting the current, then yes, the malefic types of things represented in the astrological chart will work to get our attention. It will smack us. It will affect us. But if we are more welcoming of the lessons and more open to the lessons and more just willing to like flay out, I've gotten to the point now where I am what I'm journaling, if you were to look in my journal now, it's trying. what I'm trying to do is sense what lessons are there for me now, just openly. Not that I have to have them come my way. It's like, universe, what are you trying to teach me? What is Where is my middle of the river flow? And where am I off? And let me work on that. <laughs> let me just work on that. And I'll, I'll try to you know be in the flow. Another way that I've heard this spoken of is called the dark night of the soul. And man, it is tough. But it's it's like if you're not learning what you need to learn along your path, your spirit comes in and puts you in a situation that is incredibly painful. And I'm, I'm starting to equate it kind of like with Saturn returns. If you, as painful it is, as it is, if you can embrace that and just kind of go within and where am I being guided? What do I need to learn from this? This is all about my growth. As painful as it is, where do I need to go and lessen that resistance and follow your intuition? I think it can shorten it and and take some of that sting off, but it's your way of helping yourself. You're in this for you. You know, when you look at the astrological chart and you start to understand how these things affect and trigger where the energy spotlights are, you realize there are a number of different ways that life can come in and get our attention. Saturn return is one. It's a big one. That's like the two by four club, you know, but uh, there are a lot of other ways that it can happen as well. Here's another thought for this listener who has a scientific background. The coaching program that I started last year is currently closed as we are working on this new business. But one of the things I noticed is the people who contacted me who had some kind of uh, like legal training or they were Uh, trained in some kind of exercise of the mind where their mind was their living, had a harder time getting this because they're more ego-based. They're more in their head. They're more mind-driven. It's an analytical perspective. The first filter is the mind's analysis. Right, And please understand ego-based isn't a judgment. It's that part of your mind, the ego. You know, this great book that I listened to driving back from Colorado last time was by Oren Klaus. It's called How to Pitch Anything. 
talks about the croc brain. It's a great, <laughs> it's a great model. It's one of those, if you sell anything, you should listen to that book. But it says that everything that we humans filter is through our prehistoric croc brain. And that croc brain looks at everything from this perspective. Is this safe or is this a threat? Is this something that I should eat, kill, mate with, or just run away? And that's our initial filter. And it's like when you approach things from that perspective, yes, if you instantly take anything, new age philosophy, uh, reality creation, any of this stuff, and run it through the crock brain, what the scientific mind is going to say is you can't put all of this in a test tube. And that's exactly right. In human life, there are obviously so many variables that you can't pattern things scientifically. Look, there are seven and a half billion people on the face of the earth. Life is not so patternable that you can put it in a test tube. If it was, my goodness, it, it, we wouldn't have so many challenges and things that we do. You can extend that to the spiritual side as well. Spiritually, you can't explain it. Why are there five major religions and hundreds of offshoots of those? It's because there is not one template to life. But when you look at this from the perspective, I am an eternal, infinite soul. And this life, these 70, 80, 90 years, whatever, are a little slice of my infinite, eternal journey. And I came here to work on specific things. The harder things are down here, you could say, the more I took on, the more you had to chisel away. Game on, man up. Yeah, you bit off a lot and you're going to grow a lot if you choose. Because all of these challenges, and all of these soul growth opportunities, we have choice. So if I were to get walloped again right now, I'm not inviting anything, universe. I'm not inviting. We're just doing a podcast here. Yeah, please be careful. <laughs> we were doing this little class about the Bhagavad Gita. And this little verse just jumped out at me as really cool. It says, only the body is mortal, but the true self within is immortal. Oh, I love that. And will never come to an end. So fight on, oh warrior, it says. <laughs> love it. <laughs> I know. Isn't that great? So fight on, oh warrior. This is just a temporary thing. We put so much attachment to the egoness of this life. Well, it seems like this is all we have. I mean, in a long span of things, this 70 to 90 years is brief, but right now it's dragon. So if we just change that perspective to that this is all about my soul growing, growing, what lesson is there in here for me to learn, then it changes the whole dynamic of everything. So now what? When you have an understanding and you have these new spiritual tools and understandings, that's still not a cure-all because we're still having this human experience and there are layers of the onion. And when you peel one back and you master that, you get to go deeper. But now you have new tools to help you with those deeper issues. Yeah, it's, it's like, wait a minute. I just peeled the onion all the way down. Guess what? You just got a whole new onion. <laughs> Congratulations. And, you're doing great work. Right. And so in this human experience, where do those new issues often lie? In your subconscious. Boy, that's a great point. Because if you think about every experience in this incarnation, 
and I think some stuff from before comes together in our subconscious imprint. And yeah, I maybe maybe what happens in that time represented by lives of the soul in between incarnations is that we pack so much in here and then there's some kind of plan of what's going to be unraveled. I don't know. This gets into stuff way beyond anything I understand, but that's a great point is there are so many deep layers in our subconscious. It's a lifetime of work. So just play with it. Right. <laughs> just play with a break. it. Yeah. I, yeah. Mean, I know dark night of the soul or whatever your term for it is, is awful. It, it's awful. And we feel for everybody going through that and give yourself a break. Stop and ask, what is this about from a soul perspective? And then back into it from that. So maybe instead of fighting your way through a divorce, you just let the divorce, you just allow it. Just let it let it go. Give stuff up. Don't worry about it. There is so much more out there in an infinite world. What is worth fighting for this or that in that moment just because you're mad? So what is what what really matters? Love. And it's hard to find love and gratitude sometimes. And when you can, even in the smallest things, send yourself that love. Focus on the gratitude. Send others that love. And it truly is amazing how things shift. That was a big shift for you in this past year. It really was. Yes. Big lessons. When I had my spine surgery and was in that grueling three-hour period of no pain meds and intense agonizing pain, it was my breath that I had to focus on. And after three hours of absolutely doing nothing but inhaling, sending breath and love to my body and my emotional and spiritual bodies, and exhaling and visualizing pain and fear and toxins leaving, it truly shifted something on the inside. And it has transferred into all of my relationships, those parts of me that I was never able to forgive or embrace my frailties and imperfections. Now I can, and now I am also able to embrace others in their frailties and imperfections and be more loving in all relationships. Did you catch what she just said? That's the soul journey. That's exactly the soul journey, what she just mentioned. That's the body hurting, but focusing on the soul, focusing on the deeper message. I saw that pain and could do nothing about it. You talk about a helpless position. And yet, listen to what she just said. Had she not gone through that period where that nurse missed her pill, she would not have had the complete breakthrough that she had from this experience. And I remember the next day, because old Thomas got in there and with his medical background and everything, I threw that nurse out of our room, (laughs) not physically. I went out to the hall and mentioned what had happened and just that you're not working with her anymore the rest of this shift. Find somebody else. What happened? <laughs> Sorry. All things are relative. <laughs> I heard how you mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, it came back around. I made an impact. Let's just say that she was not walking back in that room. Okay, but look, that was the ego. That was the pain of the divorce. That was the, ooh, this hurts. And as I was watching this and mad at, we called her Nurse Zelda, while I was mad at Nurse Zelda, the universe was working a miracle in her life through 
that pain. Does that make any sense in our soft tissue society that we have today that we can't hurt a little bit to grow a lot? That's we think everything is so sterile and, oh, we're not supposed to experience any pain. That's never been in our history. And while you were there lying in that bed in agony, and I was so pissed off at Zelda and going out there and making sure that she never crossed that threshold again, the universe was working a miracle in your life. Yes, absolutely. When you start to see it that way, that is so monumental of how your perspective toward this whole thing changes. And that will ripple down to your actions, your perspective, what you draw in to your life, what you exclude from your life. All of it changes. I don't want to invite that in again. And I do not wish that level of pain on anybody. And at the same time, I'm incredibly grateful for it. And the more you grow, the quicker you get to that point as well. The, the less you're fighting and kicking against the process. You just you let it go. You allow it. You let it happen. And you get more receptive to what the soul growth process is all about. Okay, so give yourself a holiday present. The original, scienceofgettingrich.com. Levels of energy, journeys in spectral consciousness, lives of the soul. You will have a package of powerful material that will just take you to new heights. And the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. Well, of course. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. I hope this helps. I hope this answered your question. You have a great holiday and enjoy the journey. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.